Hey there, I'm Julie, and this is the Married to Addiction podcast. If you're here, then you're probably what I call my secret sister. We're in a situation we never asked to be in and fighting a battle we never wanted to fight. We're women who are married to an alcoholic, and it affects every inch of our lives. If that sounds like you, then I want you to know that this is a safe place for you to land. Married to Addiction is a faith-based podcast where I'll help you find the tools and strength you need to navigate your husband's addiction without losing yourself in the process. So please subscribe and tune in as often as you're able. Because your husband's recovery is important, but so is yours. Before we get started today, I wanted to make sure that you knew about my free on-demand workshop that's available right now that's called Five Steps to Breakthrough for the Wife of an Alcoholic. This workshop came about because I remember when my husband was deep in the throes of addiction and I would hear things like, I needed to accept the things I can't change and set boundaries and detach with love and all of those concepts. And I remember thinking, there's no way that I can do those things in the midst of this craziness that I'm dealing with right now. And that's not the kind of help I'm looking for. But what I learned after that is that there was actually more to those things than I realized. And there was actually a couple extra steps that came before them that no one was talking about, but that once I learned to do those things, it changed everything and it made those things seem much easier to do. And I realized how beneficial they actually were. So in this free workshop, I'm going to share those steps with you. They are steps that bring relief, peace, and healing. This workshop's available for you on demand, so you can listen to it whenever you'd like. You don't have to sign up for a specific time, and I would absolutely love for you to go grab that if you haven't already. It's on my website, MarriedToAddiction.com, and you just want to look for the tab that says Free Workshop. I hope to see you there. Hey there, this is Julie. Welcome to Episode 9 of the Married to Addiction Podcast. Before we start, I just wanted to thank those of you who have gone to leave a review. I requested that you do that. I believe it was beginning on the last episode or the one before that. And a couple of you have already gone and done that. And I just really, really appreciate that. So thank you. Today's episode is called How to Grow Through This Experience. And I know from personal experience, having gone through this myself, that it most certainly does not feel like an opportunity to grow when you're in the midst of it. Um, it feels like that's the last thing you can do. You're barely surviving in some instances, and you feel like you're being suffocated, um, not watered to bloom into something else, right? But today I want to share with you a few things, now that I am on the other side of it, um, for the most part. I mean, I do still have things that affect me. I just had a dream last night about my husband relapsing, and it was really terrible, and I woke up really scared and um, back in all those feelings that I used to have before he got sober. But being on the other side of it, I definitely have some different perspective on what has happened in my life because of having gone through this situation. So let's talk about this for a second. The first thing I want to remind you of is it's normal if you're in this situation to be mad at God. It's normal. Some people will tell you different. I don't believe that. I don't think that our anger surprises God. I don't think that he doesn't know it's coming. It's a human reaction to a very difficult situation. So don't have guilt about being mad at God because he gets it. It's what we do with that that's important, what we do with that anger, what we do from there. 
So that's what I really want to share with you today is how we can actually use that to our advantage instead of it being to our detriment. So God never promised us that we wouldn't have hard times, right? We don't, you know, become a Christian and automatically never have to go through a hard thing again. But we do have his promise that whatever we go through, he'll be there with us through it. The ironic part is that it's really hard to call on him when you don't understand why this is happening to you, right? Like you don't you don't get why you're in this position. You feel like, um, you know, it, it's not fair. You don't understand, especially since we're Christians, we don't understand like, why are we having to go through this? You know, I try to be a good person and I've given my life over to the Lord and why? Like, why is this happening? What did I do to deserve this? And it's, it's a hard place to be because we find ourselves drifting farther away from him if we stay in that mindset. And it's a catch-22 because if we're drifting farther away from him, even though he is there with us and he wants us to lean on him, we're not doing that. So things feel even harder than they would if we were leaning into him and, and you know drawing strength from him and calling on the, the peace that he can give us and those things. So it's really super hard to get to that point sometimes when you just feel like you're totally pulled under by the weight of it all. But I do want you to just try to have an open mind as hard as it is that it is actually an opportunity for you to grow. It's a great opportunity for you to get closer to the Lord. It's a great opportunity to just stand in faith no matter how badly the storm is raging. And when you do that, that is exactly when God shows up big. That is exactly when, you know, he starts to move in your situation because he He knows that you're praying about these things and you're showing faith in spite of everything that's happening. And so if you can muster that, and at first it's hard. I mean, it was hard for me. Like I was angry. I was very angry. And that day that you've probably heard me talk about when I was in the shower, which I feel like was kind of the turning point in our situation, when I was just screaming at God, you know, I wasn't, it wasn't like a, a pleasant, you know, I'm calling on you, Lord, because you're my savior and that kind of thing. It was like, I'm mad. Where are you? Show up. Like it was that, it, I was, I was screaming. I wasn't calling out to God. I was screaming at him. Help us help us. Why aren't you helping us? That's where it was coming from. But even if even if at first that's all you can muster, it will grow from there because you are starting to just lean into it a little bit. You're starting to embrace it a little bit. You're starting to let go of some of that anger. You're starting to realize that he is your savior in this situation and in every situation. You're realizing the value and and the immense peace that can come from pulling him into your situation and just drawing strength from him. And so if you use this and you really try to take it as an opportunity to get better instead of getting bitter, you will absolutely come away from it a different person. It will change you while you're in it, and it will change you at the end of it. I promise you. So there's a teaching in Al-Anon, and again, I love Al-Anon. It's super valuable. I learned so much from it, and it's just a great, great organization. But there's one thing that they teach that to me feels a little bit off, and that's that they tell you that you can take what works for you and leave the rest. And I know why they say that because, you know, not everything is going to be for everyone. I get that. But it, it, kind of, it kind of says, you know, 
in my mind, I think you can perceive it to be, well, I'll do the things that I want to do and not do the things that I don't want to do. And the problem with that is that we're going to always gravitate towards the things that feel easy, right? We don't like stuff that feels hard. We don't like stuff that feels challenging. We don't like it when we feel like it's going to push us outside of our comfort zone. But the thing about it is, is that the things that feel easy are usually not the things that are really going to help you. So this is really an opportunity to grow past that because growing stretches us. And being stretched and growing is sometimes really uncomfortable, but it's always worth it. You know, they always say that everything you want is on the other side of fear. And man, that's <laughs> that's played out in my life so many times I can't even count. And in this situation, I think that, you know, everything you want is on the other side of of maybe getting a little uncomfortable, you know, maybe doing some things differently, thinking about some things differently instead of just staying in the patterns that you're in. Because I'm guessing by the fact that you're here that it hasn't been working out that well. It sure didn't for me. It absolutely didn't for me. When I was mad at God and trying to figure out things on my own because I was saying to myself, well, he's not showing up. He's not here. He's not helping me. I got to figure this out on my own. That's exactly where I was. And I was there for a really long time because I felt abandoned by God. And I did have a lot of resentment and bitterness about that. So I tried to do it myself. And it was an absolute disaster. And then when I finally came to the end of myself, that's when everything began to change. So. I want you to know that it's hard, it's hard, but it's worth it to really look at this in a little bit different light, even though it's so incredibly painful. How can you grow from this? How can you step outside what feels you know, easy? And I don't mean to say that it feels easy. Being in, in this situation is never easy, no matter, no matter how you're handling things. It is not gonna feel easy at all. It's an incredibly difficult situation. But by that, I mean doing the things that you've been doing. So if you have no boundaries in place and you are fully in codependency because boundaries feels hard, setting up boundaries feels hard, sticking to your boundaries feels hard, that's got to change. You're staying with what's easy, meaning you're not doing the next thing and then the next thing and then the next thing that will move you past some of these things that really, if you think about it, are it's making things so much harder. It's making things a billion times harder. It might feel easy at the beginning of it, but the the response to that and the result of that is making everything completely, completely harder, I promise you. So use this opportunity to grow, to learn, to stretch yourself, to maybe make yourself a little bit uncomfortable so that you can get more comfortable to embrace your relationship with the Lord. I can't tell you how much that will help. I mean, he is there to hold you. He is there to bring you through this. So even though you might feel mad, even though you might feel resentful, just come to the end of yourself and realize that he is there to carry you through this. And he will. If you call on him through this, he will show up. Now, that doesn't mean that, you know, your husband's going to get sober tomorrow and everything's going to be peachy keen, most likely. It's still a process and everything is in God's timing. And maybe there's some things that he's trying to to teach you through this that might take you a while to get it. It did me. It sure did. It really did. <laughs> I was a, a very difficult student. Let's just put it that way. But now look, 
I'm sitting here speaking to you because now he's used my life as a testimony and I'm still with my husband after going through these horrible things that we went through. And now he gets to use my mess as a message. And it's just, I'm so grateful. I'm so incredibly grateful. He will use your situation for good too. I promise you some way, somehow, no matter how things turn out, you know, with your husband or with your situation, somehow this will be used for good. I promise you. And at the end of it, if you try to open yourself up and really try to grow through this experience, both you and your faith will be forever changed. I hope that's been helpful. As always, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Hey, I just wanted to take a quick second to thank you so much for being here and for listening to the Married to Addiction podcast. I really hope that it's blessing you. If you are enjoying the podcast, can I ask you a quick favor? Would you go and leave either a rating, a review, or maybe even both on your favorite podcast platform so that other people can find the podcast? When a podcast is new, a lot of times the ratings and reviews is what helps push it out to more people. And I would love to get this out to as many as of us secret sisters as possible. And you could definitely help me with that by going and leaving a rating or review. Thank you so much for your help with this. And thanks again for listening.